Shot Callers. I'm Dennis Postema, your host, and I am here with Brett Wagner. He is the owner and founder of Wagner Metals, among other companies. And we're very excited to, uh, I just met Brett a few weeks ago, and uh, we've been working together. I'm very excited to uh, chat with you today. Thank you for coming on and being on the show, Brett. Absolutely. Um, so just kind of going to delve into it, I guess, uh, how did you get into, let's, let's go, let's actually start from the beginning. Okay. Um, what, when was it that you decided, when, when did you get your first paycheck and from a corporate company, when did you start working? How old were you? Um, I would have been 15 and I actually started for a roofing company. Okay. Um, it's been my entire life. Um, the, uh, I, I got sent out to a job, I can remember plain as day, my first lesson was get your hands out of your pocket. You look like you're not doing anything. Okay. There's always something to do. And I remember that to this day. So. Um, I'm leery about it. I'll, I'll be out on a job site or something talking to somebody. I'll put my hands in my pocket and I'm like, oh, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, at least look like you're doing something, you know. Um, it was an extremely rough job. Uh, back then, roofers were a little bit different. They were not nice to me. Right. Um, I was not allowed on the roof uh, because of my age. So um, I was in charge of cleanup. Yeah. So these guys would tear off an entire roof and it was my responsibility to clean the whole thing up. I mean, they would go sit in a truck. They would go get beer and sit there and watch me while screaming at me, you know what I mean? So, and I'm sure uh, they weren't gentle. They didn't throw it in like a nice pile for you or anything like no, that, right? No. <laughs> they, they didn't care because it was my responsibility, right. you know? So, um, needless to say, you get a heck of a work ethic by yeah. doing that. I mean, they were ruthless. Right. Um, stuff you don't necessarily get away with these right. days, you know? But um, to learn from them um, to where we are now, I, I tell these guys all the time, you know, the backstory. Like, yeah. I come from the old school, right. roofing, regardless of my age, whatever. So, um, yeah, that's that. That was a tough lesson to learn. But um, yeah, it's one of those amazing things too, because I, I essentially come from the old school too. And you know, going through it, it's not exactly fun going through it, but yeah. you appreciate it so much later on mm -hmm. when you become an entrepreneur and you look at it now versus what you were, like, what was going on then and I mean we're not that old you yeah. know and right. you know we're pretty much the same age and, and to think of what at 15 what was the norm in those atmospheres but yeah I always appreciate you know learning the grit and whatnot yeah. too because it stays with you right. you know you're not afraid to work then so yeah and, and it's something you can tell other people you know right we, we talked we were supposed to start a project this morning we voted they didn't want to do it um, so needless to say me at 15 I didn't have a choice yeah you know absolutely. so um, and my old boss, I, he was he was mean as all get out, and I appreciate it yeah. so much today. Um, but yeah, that's excellent. That's awesome. So when did you start getting? You know, when did you start developing this um, itch, so to speak, as far as when were you allowed to get on a roof, and then what? When did you develop this? Tell us a little bit about the story. How you transformed from the guy who's picking up the the, the roofing and whatnot off the ground to. Now all of a sudden I'm working for somebody else. I'm doing a job, and then, then and then into entrepreneurship. So, so kind of give us a background there. Um, I I kept kind of sneaking my way up there when the okay. owner wasn't around. You know, trying to learn as much as possible. And um, as I went, I, I actually became a pretty good roofer. Um, and that's that's where it started, and okay. I loved it because the work was just physically demanding. You right. know, it was hard. There's not a lot of thought into it, you know, when you get, and even nowadays, I, I would almost prefer some of my days just to go work on roof, you know. It, it's <laughs> not a little relaxing. Right, yeah. Um, people don't understand that, but um, 
So, anywho, I, I continued to roof um, up until I graduated high school. I went to uh, college and roofed full time while I was there. Okay. Um, so I got, I was in the trade forever, and um, I really enjoyed it for whatever reason. Um, I'm a glutton for punishment, I guess. But, there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, I was I was pretty close to graduating college, and um, my boss, who I started with, gave me a call and said, "Hey, I got a job for you." Um, so I came back, and uh, the day I came back, he threw me into a foreman role. Uh, so he demoted the existing foreman, um, who had been there forever. Okay. Um, gave me his job, sent him with me. So talk about getting thrown in deep end. Yeah, know? gosh, I bet that was an enjoyable trip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. He sat behind me, you know, huh. even better yet. <laughs> so I, I was scared. I was scared. I was nervous. You know, I. I had never ran a job, a crew, anything like that. Um, it worked out really well, but uh, with that, I, I really quickly transitioned into sales. Um, I had the gift of gab. I, I wasn't pushy. Um, still not to this day. Right. Um, I'm more helpful than anything. Right. Um, I don't even consider myself a sales guy. Yeah. You got to have sales, or you're, you're not going to do anything. Um, but as I started to do that, I gained some traction. I loved it. You know, I loved being able to help people, um, especially in the small community that we're at. Right. Um, it's it's awesome. And um, to most homeowners are uneducated. Um, so with the experience of me working on the job for so long, I was really able to educate them. Right. Um, when I first started with the sales, I, I was so, um, the mentality of a roofer, I would explain the roof to him too much. I mean, I had a guy actually, I drove by his house and he did it himself. I explained it too damn well. <laughs> there you go. You that, know, yeah. So it, at the time, my um, my boss was like, I got to kind of break you this. So I did a little bit of sales training. Uh, and from there, it was, it was on. Yeah. Um, I got into the production side and the safety side. Um, so I had all this, this other knowledge, yeah. you know, and at this point in time, I'd worked for four or five companies. Seeing how they were ran, and, uh, and you're really learning every every aspect of the business, essentially mm -hmm. from each each thing from sales to production to you know how to actually do it, which you started you know yeah. from when you were 15. Okay. Yeah, um, it was just it was natural. It just kept going, you know. And I was beyond fortunate. Um, the owner of the company um, was like a mentor to me. Yeah. For all these years, I spent so much time with him, um, and I really got. The idea, yeah. you know, I, I got the the gist of what was going on. Um, so yeah, yeah. The thing about mentors, I actually want to touch on two points there. I'll start about with the sales aspect. So many people say that they're not in sales, and 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 the thing about sales is, we're all in sales. I yeah. mean, you know, you had to tell your wife that you were a good pick, and vice versa, right? You know, so we're all in sales, and um, really the big thing about that is is if you if you you have to have belief in your product and what you're out there going and, and doing. And when you have that, and you have the education, I'm like you, whereas that's when the books comes in, come into play and whatnot, if you can educate your potential client, now all of a sudden, that's, it's, it's worth the value in that. And you're not really selling, you're just showing value of what you can do, and all of a sudden, the sale is made. I think that's what's nice about, you know, when you're educated and you're helping educating others in that. Yeah. So when you've got the confidence, you already know it's going to happen. So so sales real, realistically to me is a transfer of emotion. Yeah. Um, and that part of it's always been easy for me because 
I believed in what we were doing. Right. Whether it be for another company or even now so more with my own company. I believe that we're the best out there. Right. You know, and I never second guess that. Because at the end of the day, the buck stops at me. Right. So I can control every aspect of it. Yeah. Um, you know, all, all these guys are still hourly employees. I mean, we're not subbing out work. I, I don't like to give up that control because that's where things can happen, the quality um, and so forth. So the sales part, I, realistically, I'm a salesman, I guess. Sure. But that, that being said, you know, it's something I believe in. I can control. So it's easy. Yeah. I see that with really all successful companies is they're not as much worried about what their competitor is doing. They're more worried about, no, let's, let's focus on us. What can we do better? Yeah. How can we be the best at what we do? And the other things just kind of fall into place. You don't have to worry about, oh, well, our competitor did on the road. Who cares? Let's, are we focusing on the best? Because you can go backwards by focusing on what your competitor is doing. You want to go out there and dominate your competitor by being the best company that you can be and doing what's right all the time. And I love that because that's really how you build a successful foundation. Right. I mean, if you're chasing, why do you want to chase somebody? Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if I was in track, I ain't chasing somebody around, you know? And, and you I thought about front, this. Right? Yeah, I thought about this this morning, you know, about boxing. You get in a ring with somebody, it's it's not about competition. Like, I want to knock you out. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's plain and that's simple, right. you know? And I, I think that's the attitude that you have to have. Yeah. You know, if you're subtle about it and kind of hem haul around, then, then what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Like, let's go. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I, couldn't, I could not agree more. Uh, I want to. I do want to touch back on mentors because you mentioned it. And we've talked a little bit about this before. I had a great mentor in my industry um, when we started, and uh, you talking about a mentor. He was. I mean, he. I was twenty years old when I started in uh, financial industry, and uh, you know, just kind of from that aspect, uh, he told me just shut up and listen, and. And I did. I was naive enough. I'm like, well, you know, I, I like I I see what he's doing, and I like that image. Um, right. What can I do to do that? And he said, just shut up and listen. And and sure enough, that's what I did. But mentors, I think so many people try to go <coughs> it alone, and the big successful people that I've always seen, they all have a mentor or mentors around them mm -hmm. um, that help them get to that level quicker. Right. And that's the easiest way. And you have to have, you have to have a good uh, group too. You have to hang out, hang out with like-minded people. You know, you're really the the average of your five friends or the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. You're the average of that, and you're also the average income of those five people. Right. So if you want to step up your income, you need to make sure that you're you're evaluating that every so often. So I, I really love the mentor aspect. You know, I I've never been afraid to ask questions or advice. You know, because when I started, I, I was young. I was twenty something full of piss and vinegar, didn't yeah. have no direction, I was going to do it. There's no way I, in hell I was going to fail, you right. know, like, let's go. had no clue what I was doing, you know, I I never, I, I didn't think it out, you know, it was one of my biggest mistakes, you know. As we got, um, as we got going, I didn't, um, I took every dollar I had, you know, went and bought this roll form, I was going to install it, blah, blah, blah. Um, I never accounted for, well, i got to have an inventory. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, so... All these failures, you know, and I'm learning and not sleeping and working way too hard. It, it all kind of pushed me along, you know, to, to settle down a little bit, yeah. um, backtrack, and, and make a plan. So I made a plan. I made yeah. my business plan after I started the business. What are some of the other benefits you think that come as being an entrepreneur um, or business leader in your... My schedule. Yeah. Um, uh, my schedule's 
huge to me. Um, I've got a family, wife, two daughters who, you know, I cherish. I I absolutely adore them all. And and it's important for me. uh, My day is generally done at 5.30, 6 o'clock. <clears throat> so I get three hours with my girls every night. We cook supper, we play, we go to bed. Yeah. Um, if I need to, I get I can get back up and go back to work, whatever. Um, as we get busy, sometimes you know I'll I'll have a couple eight days, and that's fine. It's necessary. Right. Um, but the other thing is, I control my destiny. Right. You know, um, there's there's no ceiling. People ask, "What are you going to do? What are you going to do?" I, I'm like, I don't have a clue. But as long as that that fire, that grit, that motivation is still there, I'm just going to keep going. Absolutely. You know, um, we've got these two other divisions that I'm, I'm starting right now, Wagner Metal Sales, um, a full-service roll-forming company, which is cool. Um, we've got a window line coming out, um, Lifetight Windows by Wagner Metals. Um, so the the brand is, is growing. Yep. Um, so I, I don't believe there's any stopping, you know, and we go through this with my team all the time. They're like, I, I come running in the in the office or the conference room in the morning, and they're sitting there, and they're looking at me like, oh, shit. like what what's he got brewing now? I'm like, hey, I got this idea, you know, and and they they follow suit. I keep them keep them hopping, yeah. and um, they generally start working on it right now. Right, you know, so they'll tell me I'm I'm dumb before I ever realized it. A lot of times, but a lot of other times they're like. That's and the thing I love about that is, I, and I talk to a lot of my coaching clients about this, and and you bring it up there. One of my quotes that I always say is, um, "Imagine what you could achieve if you accomplish all that you're capable of." Yeah. You know, if you think of, if you can sit down and honestly look in the mirror, are you accomplishing? You know, even two thirds of what you could possibly accomplish. You know, people say, "Oh, you do this," and I love that you stay grounded with. You know, we knew each other for what two days before. And that was, and after two days, I knew that you, you, family was important for you to get home at six. Right. Kept you grounded, made sure that you you put that time towards it. Those are all important things that us as entrepreneurs get lost in the in the mix of things sometimes when we're starting out, especially, yeah. and forget about all those other important things. But realize later on, you know, if you can have that too, you can have your cake and eat it too. Right. You need to build a good team. You need to continue to be able to have repeat business by doing your job well. So, yeah, it's um, that, that time management thing is a killer, you know. And I I work on it all the time, but now my my time is so valuable. Like especially during the day, I don't have time to sit around and, and chit chat. Yeah, and people don't understand that. It's it's not being being rude, but I need that. I need to be productive. Right. Um, because when I go home, that's time to. Um, not be productive. Yeah. I, I want to say unwind, but twin girls is crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, that's that's definitely important. I mean, you got you got to have a little bit of everything. I think. Well, you're given. I talk to my team about it all the time. You're given 110 percent at whatever you're doing. When you're at home at six o'clock till nine o'clock with your girls, you're given 110 percent to them. When you're at work, you're given 110 percent to them. I've had this talk at least three times with my team in the last month. Yeah. Is you know. You see those people who go to the gym, okay, right. and and they're sitting there, they're texting, and then they're and then they're BSing with the guy about whatever, and yeah. they're talking, and then and then they'll put in a couple reps, and then they're back to BSing. Yeah. My brother Tom and I, we always, you know, whenever we go and work out, we're, you know, we're pounding the pavement, yeah. and then you look at these guys, and their workout has to be. It doesn't just count when you show up at the gym. Yeah, 
And I always tell my workers that. I said, if you're going to go to the gym, give it 110%. Don't go yeah, there and say right. It's just the same thing with work, with your family. If you're, gonna, if you're in, at work, why not give it 110% and see what kind of production comes out of it versus, right. ah, you know, I've got nobody calling in. I'm going to check Facebook and Instagram and kind of fiddle around with this. And I did want to research that one thing for online, so I get on Google and... You know, it's so much lack of production, and they just, you don't understand. We did the time analysis uh, worksheet with uh, Clockwork, the book by um, uh, a gentleman, Mike, uh, I, can't, I can't remember his last name, but uh, it's amazing. You do the time analysis worksheet, and you go through everything you do during the day, right? And when I did that, I was like, holy crap, I can't believe how much time I'm wasting. Yeah. And once you recognize that, it's a very annoying tactic to have to go through and write everything down, but it really, it's good. effective. Yeah. I'll get you some of those worksheets because that's yeah, absolutely. Um, My team wanted to kill me when I made them do it, but you know, it's right. it's but, an eye opener. But as an owner, watching somebody waste time to like get out, yeah, like what are you doing? Like, it, because them are the same people that are going to um, whine to you. Like, yeah. I, I didn't get this. I didn't get this. I want this. I want this. I want this. And that's all cool. Like it. So the goals and actions that or the goals and plans you have are golden plans. Yeah. You know, I can read every book in the world, never put anything in play. And right. I, maybe I know a bunch of stuff. Yeah. With with nothing. Get your hands out of your pocket. Yeah. Way, exactly. You know I mean? It's funny how something so little like that can stick with you, and, yeah. and who knows how it's changed your career and your life just by one little thing, one little thing like that. I love it. Yeah. It, I I associate it with so many things. Yeah. Know? It makes sense with the, you know, some things. That's yeah. Simple. What would you say? Uh, what would you say is some of the ugly truth? Because I, I like talking to uh, business leaders and entrepreneurs about this, because everybody. What I see is everybody always sees the glory of the entrepreneurship. You know, like you make your schedule, yeah. but they also don't see the if payroll, whatever it may be, or or you've got to work extra hours. How are you going to get everybody motivated for that? They also don't see the bad with it. So you know, it's not. The, it, being an entrepreneur is great, and if you do it properly, you will have freedom like none other. Right. However, there, it takes a lot to get there, and, and so what would you say some of the biggest disadvantages you've seen over the years that, that would help other people that are going through entrepreneurship? Jeez, the, the list is mile long. Yeah. I mean, it really is. The, the, the stress, the responsibility. Mm -hmm. When you've got employees, I mean, you're responsible for... For them, for their payroll, for their family, for their kids. Other people's lives, yeah. You know, and that's that's tough. You know, we especially when we were starting out, you know, I'd start to see the job board like this. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? So three o'clock in the morning, I'm sweating, like, I gotta do something, you know. <laughs> Fortunately for me, I, I've got something different. I don't know what it is, but I'll turn that around really quick. And right. I've I've always been able to. Um but that's one thing in, in the late hours, yeah. you know, especially when I was starting. I mean, there was, it'd still be 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, and we're, we're trying to get roll form the steel, and we were hand-bending trim to go install a roof by yeah. 6 o'clock. Yep. You know, it, there's there's so many things that people don't see. I, I mean, but it, it's mentally taxing having to pay attention to all these things, wondering if you you made the right decision. Right. Um, because... You're going to fail, yeah. and you're going to fail, and then you're going to fail some more, and then you're going to fail some more. Um, then how do you deal with that? Yeah. You know, people don't see um, the mental struggle that goes. I, I think that's one of the biggest things. It's it's taxing. Yeah, and it'll 
it'll burn you out. I mean, it's just like getting beat up every single day. I have that argument all the time because you know, and as you did, you've done the you've done the physical aspect, I, and I did the physical aspect too. As I started at fifteen in, in a career as well, well career I was janitor. So, um, but you know, working at fifteen and working hard. Um, but I will say, you know, there was times when we had good jobs when I started helping with assembly and whatnot, where I was going to college and we were allowed to work as many hours as we want. So I get up at two, come in, start working on the shop, start cleaning, work as I get sixty eight hours in that week yeah. you know and and but I will tell you which as you know I would have the argument all day long that that physical um, exhaustion is definitely equivalent to mental exhaustion and and it's yeah. it's really just as taxing it's a different type of taxing but it's still exhausting give me your morning routine that really gets you going um, is there anything in particular you do or you know usually that's a difference maker for most people yeah um... My morning's the most important part of my day. It, it it's gonna dictate where my day goes. Right. <clears throat> so it's usually I get up um, four forty-five, five o'clock, um, half hour, forty-five minute workout. Check my emails, respond to them. Um, be about six o'clock, six o'clock to six thirty. I'll get get ready six thirty to seven. Um, get my girls ready, you know. So they, I, I get a little bit of everything. Yeah. But after. The, the workout is the most important thing to me. Agree. You know, because it's it's my time. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit about what you're doing. Yeah. And it's quiet. Um, I can listen to a podcast or either that or Mentally just, getting you ready. Yeah, either that or just totally block everything out and put the loudest thing I can find on yeah. it. And that's peace time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when you're busy all the time, you don't yeah. get peace time. Yeah. Um, so that's... That's um, the start of my day. Then um, usually I'd be at work seven, seven, seven thirty, getting the guys out, seven thirty to eight, um, getting my stuff around. Depending on who's in the office, quick meeting. Yeah. Um, then Wednesdays we have staff meetings and um, production and sales, uh, marketing. So it it all depends on the day. Yeah. Well, I just think it's great, you know, because I think. My team thinks I'm crazy as well. Like I'll be researching something and send an email at whatever time. And, and for those who don't know, you and I are working on some projects together, and, and we're, we're shooting an email to each other at eleven o'clock at night, right. and then turn around and respond in at six in the morning <laughs> in conversation. And yeah. you know, uh, people who aren't doing that, they don't understand that. Right. You know, you're not you're not quitting when it's when just because everybody else is sleeping you know yeah. I love Arnold when he's like you know you don't get enough sleep sleep faster <laughs> you know just go ahead and so it's uh, I mean sleep's important don't get me wrong because you know insomnia is nothing to joke with but but uh, you know that's the difference between people who are willing to not fail or when they fail get back up what would you say your biggest mistake is as an entrepreneur not being, being prepared not being, not prepared. being prepared when I started I mean I that, it was it was a nightmare like I said, my motivation, I, I always tell people I was way too motivated. I was. I was going, at that point in time, I was going to take over the world. No plan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, as, as we struggle, I, I really about got myself in, into a mess I couldn't fix, yeah. you know, multiple times. Sure. Um, <laughs> that was my, that was absolutely my biggest mistake. Yeah. Um, and the, the other thing I would say was my biggest mistake is I wasn't willing in the beginning to give up responsibilities. Yeah, that's hard. I, I, I wanted to do everything until I realized I can't do everything. Yeah. And I'm not even good at everything. Yeah. 
So it's hard because you want it done and you want to make sure it's at least done right and with you know the right attitude. And yeah. it's, it's tough to give up. Right. Del delegating is is a very it's a very tough thing for a lot of people to give up, especially with your mindset. Yeah. You know. So that, I, so that was the worst and best thing I did. You know. So as as I finally did it, you know, like all right, just go do it. And I had to get myself the the feeling or the idea like, all right, you can fail. You know, whoever, make mistakes, I don't care, we'll fix it. Just as long as it's not a mistake that you knew better type right. thing, you know. And a I, careless one. Yeah. And as I started to do, like I said, I, I got thrown in the deep end, you know. Here, right. go play with the wolves. Yeah. <laughs> so I do that. I do that now because I want to see what your reaction is. Right. I want to see how you're going. It's not to always going to go perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I don't care if you screw it all up. I, I want to see that the grit, that, oh, okay. Yeah. You know. Then we, then I, I can work with it. Yeah, you know, we can do whatever. They didn't like just give it, give up and throw in the towel. You actually, okay, well, how do we fix yeah. it? And we've, so we've talked about that give up thing. Yeah, I, um, I don't have a give up. Yeah, you know, and and you your vocabulary. Yeah, and it's it's rare. My, I don't know if it's if it's my ego or or what it is. Like I can, it's like yeah, man, I, I just can't. I, I failed. Like, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. I, I don't have it, and I think that's rare. You know, I, I think far too often um, people get to a point and just not do it. You know, yeah. Some people give up instantly, but, yeah. you know, some people will push and push and push um, and just give up, yeah. you know. It, and with business, I mean, push and push and push. If you're pushing on the same thing, maybe you need to figure a different route, yeah. you know, the innovation part of it. You get you go around it, go this way, go that way, you know, jump Talk to a couple people with like-minded things that are yeah. in different businesses. That's great for, you know, yeah. yeah. It goes back to the old quote, you know, success is a, is a journey, not a destination. And I think the truly successful people understand, it's you're never going to, you're this type of person too, I assume, you're never going to just be like sitting there at the end of a day and be like, yep, I made it. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow I'm just going to, you know, not do, you know, I'm done, I made it. It, that's not how it works. Yeah. How can I improve? How can I accomplish more? How can I make my life better and others' lives better around us? Right. So, it, I, I often think about business as a game. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I'd refer to Mario Brothers. You know, there's sure. always another level, another level, yeah. another level. You beat that game at some point in time. And again, business, you don't beat it. Yeah. But you can put yourself to the next level, to the next level, to the next level, and, and just keep going. And at that point in time, everybody else is sitting complacent. You know, the so-called competitors are, are sitting doing the same thing they were, you know, a year ago. And they worked really hard 25 years ago, and now they're not doing anything. Yep. I'm on coast mode. Like, cool. Like, you, That's uh, fine. I'm glad you've gotten to where you want to be. That's yeah. okay. But I'm not satisfied. Yeah. I was going to say, you better pay attention. Yeah. Because everything... So that's the idea, that, you know, setting the standard. What, what advice would you give uh, a, a new business person or entrepreneur? What, what would be your best advice you could give them? Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Well, um, be prepared. Be yeah. prepared. Don't don't think it's all sunshine and butterflies. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not. Be prepared for whatever it's going to throw at you, and look a year ahead, yeah. two years ahead, three years ahead. You know, you've got to have a plan, and that's where I failed in the beginning. You know, I didn't have that plan. I would have had a lot smoother start, probably. Yeah. Right now, who knows? But. Um, be, be prepared um, with all aspects, you know, and if it's it's not your 
cup of tea, if you don't have a knowledge of every aspect of it, don't do it. Yeah. I mean, it's or do your research. Yeah. Do your research. Bust your butt. It takes ten thousand hours to become an expert at it. Get started. <laughs> yeah, you know, or go find somebody in a similar business. You can help. Yeah. Um, I. Even now, I'd be more than happy, you know, if somebody wanted to start a construction company, uh, if they wanted to come talk to me. I, I mean, I don't care. I'll give you an idea um, of what you should do and what you should look for. And especially with the, the construction field. I've, I've had people quit um, working for me, like, I'm making you rich, I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go do it myself. Um, unfortunately, it's the same people you see in the paper um, with liens on materials and stuff like this because they go out and do this job and make a couple thousand dollars like sweet yeah. I'm going to go put it down on his truck Yeah. well you forgot that you got the material bill Yeah. You know, and stuff like that so be prepared don't be greedy yeah. and know that it's not all it's cracked up to be yeah. I mean it's really not well I think yeah don't take it lightly it's, it's yeah. not you you're seeing you know entrepreneurism is great being being top of your field is great but you just because you see XYZ in Cancun or in the Bahamas enjoying themselves or you see that they have a nice vehicle yeah. don't think that that's not free that doesn't come for free right. there's a lot of behind-the-scenes hard work lost sleep health who knows what that comes with it and you know the thing that I always say is whenever I get a new person in here and I'm recruiting and talking to them yeah. I want to be in your shoes you know in the next two years, I said, well, first of all, it's probably impossible to be in my shoes in the next two years, but let's say you want to be where I'm at, and they're always like, yeah, are you willing to sacrifice and do what I did to get where I'm at? And 99.9% .9 of people who want to be an entrepreneur are not willing to do that. You're not willing to work those hours. You're not willing. You're going to lose sleep. You're going to not eat. It's not taken lightly, and I think, and that's where people fall off, because they see it, it's, you know, it's a, we always say it's 10, 15, 20 year overnight success. Mm -hmm. They don't see it. They, they know about you now. They, oh, it, he just automatically, or they just automatically blah, blah, blah. Everybody will tell you, think, no, this is actually half my life now that I've been doing this. Yeah. And now we're getting to the point where I get to enjoy some of the benefits. But it's, don't forget about those 20 years, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, for sure. Well, I just got one more question. I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, what's, a, what's a good book you highly recommend? Um, there's there's a bunch really. Um, I like the Can't Hurt Me, okay. David Goggins. Okay. He's the only one to um, get through the Navy SEALs, Army Ranger. I'm not sure what the Air Force was. It's been a while since I read the book, but I love it. I mean, there was there was no give up. This yeah. guy. I mean, no give up. Like, and he just decided one day, right? Like he was a, like he just yeah. decided I'm gonna go. I'm I, I'm sick of being out of shape and whatever. Yeah. And just like overweight. Like, just turn it around. It's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sick of it. <laughs> so hey, you know, I'm just going to go do it. Throwing your middle fingers up <laughs> yeah, to yeah. everybody, like, yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. You know? and, and I think that's cool, you know. Um, and I, well, I read your book uh, yesterday, You Deserve to Be Rich. That's a good book, too. I, I loved it. Thank you. Appreciate um, that. But, yeah, I could probably have a list of yeah. it. But, um, but there were two that stick out to me right now. Moral of the story is, is you, you always, you're always growing. Reading is good. That's what a lot of people, you know, that's an important part. All the, all the biggest, the biggest billionaires are reading constantly. So, yeah. Um, 
Well, I appreciate you coming out today. How can people get a hold of you if they want to talk about whatever? What's the best way to uh, reach, reach, reach Brett Wagner at Wagner Metals? <laughs> I can um, talk here. So. Give us a call at 419-594-7445. Uh, um, you can email um, our company email, wagnermetalcontacts.com, um, or you can email me directly, brettw at wagnermetal.com. Um, check us out on Facebook, uh, we're pretty active there. Okay. Instagram, uh, check out our website, www.wagnermetal.com. Thank we're you, not hard, We're not hard to find. There you go. Well, okay. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. you coming out today and us sitting down. So, thank you very much, Brett. Perfect. Thanks. All right. Thanks.